Happy Friday, and welcome to my tech roundup for Friday, the 9th of June, 2023. So the big news of the week is WWDC 23, of course, and uh, the release of the Apple Vision Pro on Tuesday. Very exciting. So far, the reports of people trying it on have been quite positive. I'm personally excited to try it, and I think it'll be fascinating to see the product evolve in the public spotlight as Apple refines it and finds the right market fit. I love the focus on AR. It reminds me of how the AirPod Max's ambient mode sounds so similar to not having them on, yet there is a complete barrier between your ears and the outside world. I've dismissed VR headsets before due to the low screen quality. So focusing on making an amazing screen seems like a good play to make something people actually want to spend time using. An interesting comment I read on Twitter is that the front-facing display, it displays an AR version of your eyes so it's more natural when other people are interacting with you, is something that could have only been created at Apple. At Meta, where everyone is focused on metrics, no one would approve investing that much on a nice human touch like that. We'll see whether it pays off. Apple also recently acquired Mira, a startup building lightweight AR hardware. Some of my other favorite things from WWDC, the 15-inch MacBook Air. I love my 13-inch MacBook Air, but it's great to have an option with more screen real estate uh, and you know, still in a thin light form factor. Autofill email codes, similar to SMS authentication codes, if you need to log in with a, an email code. Tap phones to share contact details or start a share play session to listen to music together. Remember sharing Apple earbuds? <laughs> and uh, Apple's also put together their own WWDC 23 highlights, which you can find on their website. Apple also released a new game porting toolkit for game developers. And the best WWDC joke goes to a developer video that uh, said, menus have been rewritten to fully use Cocoa. This reduces AppKit's carbon footprint. <laughs> uh, but not everyone got it. <laughs> um, you can now edit text in Premiere Pro thanks to AI. So you can transcribe interviews using AI and then uh, rearrange the text to generate a rough cut. So as you rearrange text, it will actually uh, do the editing so that all the clips appear in, uh, in that order. And you, know, you also have captions for your video all in one. Pretty cool. It's amazing seeing AI uh, getting applied to the world of film and uh, images. As far as uh, some developer stuff goes, uh, relative colors in CSS, there's a, a new color feature where you can create a variation of an existing color. So you might have a, a blue color and then you can uh, specify some syntax RGB from uh, this other variable uh, and then set the opacity to 80%. So you know, you take the original color and then you make it slightly transparent, which uh, could be quite cool for design systems and 
all sorts of other use cases. Uh, you can read more about it in the CSS color module level five spec. Uh, anchor positioning in CSS. So when building tooltips, there's a common edge case where if the tooltip is always anchored to the left of an element, it could appear off screen. To solve this issue, we've relied on JavaScript pop-up libraries that calculate the bounds of the screen and then right align the tooltip if it would appear off screen. Now we can do this natively in CSS with the new anchor property. We simply uh, specify default and fallback positioning. Now you can see some examples of this in the corresponding blog post and also my slides for my talk at Sid CSS that I gave on Thursday, what's new in Sid CSS, oh, sorry, what's new in CSS in 2023. I also gave a talk at the Sydney Frontenders meetup earlier this week on advanced uh, testing um, with Playwright. So I've posted links to both my slides, if you're interested, on the corresponding blog post. Now, it's been a big week for crypto. The SEC have sued Binance and Coinbase, the two largest crypto exchanges, for allegedly violating securities laws. This follows a long-running dispute between the SEC and the crypto community on what constitutes a security. Coinbase and other crypto exchanges maintain that they have never listed securities. Now, it looks like it'll be settled by the courts, which could take years. It's frustrating for the crypto community considering prominent exchanges such as Coinbase and Kraken have openly called for clearer regulations. Binance lawyers allege that SEC Chair Gary Gensler offered to serve as an informal advisor for Binance in 2019. An interesting video of Gary Gensler talking about crypto in 2019 also has been making the rounds in which he praised the Algorand team. Now, Algorand is one of six cryptos that the SEC is claiming are securities in a similar lawsuit filed against the crypto exchange Bittrex in April. Powerledger, a Perth-based Aussie blockchain startup that develops software solutions for the tracking, tracing, and trading of renewable energy, is also one of the crypto tokens included in the Coinbase lawsuit. Interestingly enough, Bitcoin has been absent from all these lawsuits, because it's proof of work. Gensler has stated that Bitcoin is a commodity, but he thinks proof of stake tokens could be investment contracts that subject them to securities laws. Interesting stuff. We have to see how it all develops. Well, that's a wrap. Have a great weekend.